Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Skiophonic Podcast, the home of short stories for lifelong learners. Hi, guys. What is Skiophonic? Well, it's a huge collection of thought-provoking short stories. They're true. They're fun. And as it turns out, they just might make you more interesting. Skiophonic started out in the mind of an ER doctor looking for a way to learn while exercising. He was creative and full of ideas, but his voice was not well-suited for narration. So he teamed up with the latest AI tech and formed a collaboration that has blossomed into an audiobook, a mobile app, and this podcast. You know, whatever the platform, these stories are the perfect way to fill those free gaps of time in your schedule with content that is both interesting and productive. So thanks for joining us and please check out the website. That's www.skiophonic.com or download the app on Apple or Google Play stores. Great. Now let's see what stories are lined up for us today. Andrew? Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome back to Skiophonic. On today's episode, let's explore our world's animal kingdom. We've lined up some great stories about critters large and small, wild and tame, familiar and rare. So sit back and listen up. This is the sound of Skiophonic. Wojtek. It was the Battle of Monte Cassino, at the height of World War II. The Polish troops, accompanied by the British and Americans, were encountering fierce resistance from the German forces. The front lines were in desperate need of supplies and ammunition. It is here that our hero emerges. Through smoke and shadows runs Private Wojtek. Fearlessly, amidst gunfire and rocket flare, he shuttles the precious provisions to the grateful fighters. Oh, did I forget to mention? Our hero isn't human, he's actually a bear. You see, this is the real-life story of Wojtek, the soldier bear. During the early stages of the war, in the harsh terrains of Iran, Polish soldiers discovered a young, malnourished Syrian brown bear cub. The soldiers took him in, fed him, and named him Wojtek, a name that fittingly means smiling warrior. Although he was a bear, he was soon integrated into the ranks of the 22nd Artillery Supply Company. Wojtek's presence was a bright spark amid the bleak realities of war. More than just a mascot, he was given the rank of private and was made an official soldier. He joined the soldiers in their morning exercises and drills, and quickly learned to obey commands and stand on his hind legs to salute when greeted. Even as Wojtek grew to a towering six feet tall and a hefty weight of nearly 450 pounds, he retained his playful demeanor. His hijinks included wrestling the soldiers, drinking beer and smoking cigarettes, fitting in perfectly and bringing smiles and laughter to the stern faces of his fellow servicemen. Wojtek's integration into the unit, however, was more than just superficial. When the unit was deployed to Italy during the infamous Battle of Monte Cassino, he took his role to new heights. He dutifully carried crates of artillery shells from the supply trucks to the artillery positions, back and forth, fearlessly navigating the treacherous battlefield. The sight of a full-grown bear, undaunted amidst the cacophony and chaos of war, made a lasting impression on everyone who witnessed it. In honor of Wojtek's incredible service, the official emblem of the 22nd Artillery Supply Company was changed to depict a bear carrying an artillery shell, a testament to his unique and heroic contributions. Post-war, Wojtek found a peaceful home in the Edinburgh Zoo in Scotland. His fellow soldiers would often visit him, even in retirement, 
He remained a soldier at heart, often standing on his hind legs and saluting his comrades who came to see him. Wojtek was not just a bear who went to war. He was a companion, a source of joy, and indeed a true soldier at heart. He stands as a testament to the extraordinary bonds that can be formed in the most unexpected circumstances. The Honey Guide The Greater Honey Guide, a sparrow-sized bird with an unassuming brown and gray plumage, is found in the sub-Saharan region of Africa. It has a diet consisting primarily of insects, larvae, and beeswax, a substance difficult for it to access on its own. Now mind you, the Honey Guide is an expert in finding the beeswax. It's in the procurement where the difficulty lies. The solution? Team up with humans which leads us to the remarkable story of this unlikely partnership. For centuries, local tribes, such as the Barana and Hadza, have been engaging in this practice. When in need of honey, they perform a traditional whistle or chant, referred to as a honey call, that travels through the trees and summons the honey guide. Researchers observing this ritual found that the birds respond and come nearly 90% of the time to the honey hunting call. Once the bird appears, its guidance is far from a random act. It uses a series of signals to direct its human collaborator, including specific chirps and an undulating flight pattern. The honey guide will pause to ensure the human follower is keeping up, and if not, it circles back to make sure the person is on the right track. The journey to the honey pot can sometimes traverse several miles. Upon reaching the destination, the human's task begins. Equipped with knowledge passed down through generations, the honey hunters use smoke to calm the bees and extract the golden treasure within the hive. This process is a significant source of nutrition for these tribes. In return for its service, the honey guide is rewarded with the spoils of wax and larvae, a feast it can't access on its own. This interaction is an excellent example of mutualism, where two species benefit from their relationship. Scientists note that it is quite rare for a wild animal to interact with humans to this extent, making the honey guide's behavior truly exceptional. So, the next time you enjoy a spoonful of honey, take a moment to appreciate the mysterious dance of collaboration that takes place between a small African bird and its human companion. The Gombe War I'm going to tell you a story of war. It was a four-year battle between two tribes that involved strategy, cunning, and deftly executed campaigns and operations that were as brutal as they were effective. And where did this war occur? Well, it is at this point that I should probably step back and tell you that this was not a conflict between humans, but a never-before-seen epic clash amongst chimpanzees. Dr. Jane Goodall, the celebrated primatologist, had been living among the Gombe chimpanzees for more than a decade. She had named them, observed their social intricacies, and even shared tender moments with them. One of these chimps, a burly male called Leaky, was the community's undisputed leader. However, after his death, the community split. Some chimps migrated to the southern region of the park, later known as the Kahama Group, and the others, the Kasakila, remained in the north. The conflict began in 1974, when six males from the northern Kasakela group made a strategic move. 
They ambushed a solitary Kahama male named Godi while he was feeding on a tree and killed him. What followed was a series of calculated aggressive interactions and violence. Over four long years, every single male of the Kahama group was surveyed, stalked, and ambushed while they were alone. One by one, they were violently overwhelmed and eliminated by their northern counterparts. Ultimately, this left the Kahama females to be absorbed by the victorious Kasakila group. Following the reassimilation, the ensemble of chimps returned to a life of peace. Such brutal and organized violence had never before been observed in chimpanzees, challenging the once peaceful image we held of our primate relatives. This story, observed by the watchful eyes of Goodall and her team, provided chilling insights into our understanding of primate behavior. It demolished the previously held belief that only humans were capable of organized conflict and warfare, showcasing a darker side of our primate cousins. As we explore the world of primatology, remember the tale of the Gombe Chimpanzee War and the thin line that separates human nature from the wild. It's a chilling discovery that our closest living relatives might be more human-like than we ever thought possible. Pet cloning. The future or faux pas. Have you ever looked at your adorable pet and wished they could stay with you forever? They can. Welcome to the world of pet cloning, where science is turning that wish into a reality. Pet cloning is a fascinating and controversial topic that has animal lovers and scientists both intrigued and debating its merits. It all began when Dolly the sheep, the first mammal cloned from an adult cell, made headlines in 1996. Since then, the world of cloning has advanced, and scientists have managed to clone cats, dogs, and even horses. Some people are thrilled by the idea of having an identical, genetically engineered companion, while others feel it's a step too far into the realm of playing God. One interesting anecdote is the case of CC, short for carbon copy, the first cloned cat. Born in 2001, CC proved that feline cloning was possible. However, she also demonstrated that clones don't always look identical to their genetic donors, as CC had a different coat pattern than her genetic parent, Rainbow. There's also the heartwarming story of Tracker, a heroic search and rescue dog from 9-11. Tracker's owner was so moved by his dog's bravery and dedication that he decided to clone him, resulting in five puppies, each with a little piece of Tracker's legacy. How about this? In 2021, a wealthy businessman set a world record by cloning his beloved golden retriever 10 times. The 10 clones now live in harmony on the businessman's vast estate, participating in a unique synchronized dog show that has become a tourist attraction. So just how do you clone a pet? It's a complex scientific process known as somatic cell nuclear transfer, or SCNT. To begin, a veterinarian collects a small tissue sample from the pet to be cloned, usually from the skin or the inside of the cheek. The pet can be living or recently deceased, but the sample must be collected and preserved properly to maintain its viability. Next, the DNA is carefully extracted from the sample and transferred into a donor egg collected from a surrogate animal. The egg is activated by chemicals or electrical stimulation, then transferred into a surrogate mother. Voila! 
After a normal gestation period, a genetically identical clone is born. Cloning your beloved pet isn't cheap. The process can cost anywhere from $25,000 to $50,000, and there's no guarantee that the clone will have the same personality as your original pet. After all, nurture plays a significant role in shaping who we, and our pets, become. So, if you're hoping for a carbon copy of your pet's personality, you might be barking up the wrong tree. Of course, pet cloning has its fair share of critics. Many people argue that cloning pets is unethical, especially when millions of animals are waiting for adoption in shelters worldwide. But on the flip side, proponents of pet cloning believe it can have significant benefits in the world of science and medicine. By understanding the cloning process, researchers can potentially unlock new ways to treat genetic diseases and preserve endangered species. So, is pet cloning the future or a faux pas? Are human clones next? Time will tell, but for now, if you gaze lovingly into your pet's eyes and think, I wish I could have another you, just remember that you can. That is, if you're willing to shell out the big bucks and embrace the ethical questions that come with it. The Mysterious Okapi what do you get when you cross a zebra, a deer, and a giraffe? No, it's not the beginning of a bad joke, it's the okapi. These elusive creatures with their beautiful velvety brown coats and dazzling zebra-esque stripes might just be the most underrated fashion icons of the animal kingdom. Hailing from the dense rainforests of Central Africa, the okapi is a shy, solitary creature that seems to have taken fashion cues from both its distant cousin, the giraffe, and the unrelated zebra. With its long neck and elegant legs, you might mistake it for a mini-giraffe at first glance, but the bold stripes on its behind beg to differ. You may be thinking, why the fabulous outfit? Well, those stylish stripes are not just for show. They actually serve a vital purpose in the Okapi's world. This couture camouflage helps them blend into the sunlight and shadows of their rainforest home, keeping them hidden from predators. Speaking of predators... Okapis have some killer self-defense moves. If cornered, they can deliver a powerful kick with their strong legs, making even the hungriest leopard think twice. But most of the time, they prefer a more peaceful approach to life, munching on leaves, fruit, and the occasional fungi. The okapi is so elusive that it was once known as the African Unicorn. It wasn't until 1901 that the Western world finally caught wind of this striking animal, and it quickly gained celebrity status among naturalists. Can you imagine their surprise when they realized this mystical forest creature was actually real? Nowadays, the Okapi's biggest threat is the loss of its rainforest habitat due to human activities like logging and mining. As a result, these beautiful animals have been classified as endangered, and conservation efforts are underway to protect their homes and ensure they keep strutting their stuff for generations to come. So the next time you're rocking your favorite outfit, remember the Okapi, nature's ultimate fashion icons. With their mix of elegance and bold patterns, these mysterious animals prove that sometimes the most beautiful designs come straight from Mother Nature herself. Bees 
What comes to mind when you think of bees? Do you think about them as our Earth's little yellow and black honey producers? Or maybe you just consider them pesky picnic invaders? Well, I have a suggestion. How about ecological superheroes? That's right. It's not an exaggeration to say that these little insects play a vital role in sustaining human civilization. They're the pollination powerhouses of our world, integral to the growth of much of the food we consume daily. Now, before we continue, let's bust a common myth. Not all bees are honey producers. Of the 20,000 known species of bees, only a handful make honey. Yet nearly all play a role in pollination, and that's where their true superpower lies. When bees flit from flower to flower, sipping nectar, they inadvertently carry pollen on their bodies, thus playing cupid for plants by fertilizing them and enabling them to produce fruit and seeds. But here's the real clincher. It's estimated that one-third of the food we consume relies on pollination, primarily by bees. That's right. Every third bite of food you take, you can thank a bee. That includes most fruits and vegetables, nuts, and even plants used to feed livestock. If we were to monetize this, Bees contribute over $15 billion to U.S. crop production alone. Global estimates range in the hundreds of billions. In addition to their direct impact on food production, bees also contribute to biodiversity by helping to pollinate wild plants. This, in turn, supports other wildlife by creating habitats and providing food sources. Even the charming landscapes we love, blooming with wildflowers and vibrant plants, are maintained in part thanks to these busy workers. And what about that shirt you're wearing? That's right, thank a bee. Cotton, a crop that requires pollination, is used to produce around half of all textiles. Therefore, bees have a very real impact on our clothing industry too. Now, imagine the world without bees, a world where fresh fruits and vegetables become a luxury, biodiversity shrinks, and our diets become more grain-dependent, leading to a decline in essential nutrients. Sounds grim, doesn't it? That's why the decline in bee populations globally is a cause for concern. Pesticide exposure, loss of floral resources, and habitat destruction are amongst the factors leading to what's called colony collapse disorder. So what can we do about it? Planting bee-friendly gardens, supporting organic farming practices, and raising awareness about the importance of bees are just some ways in which we can contribute to their survival and, by extension, our own. As you can hopefully see, bees are truly unsung heroes in sustaining human civilization. Their tireless work in pollination supports our food systems and preserves biodiversity, making the world a more abundant and diverse place. It's high time we give these buzzing champions the recognition and support they deserve, for the sake of the bees, and ultimately, for the sake of humankind. The Mexican Wolf. Take a seat with me around the fire, if you will. Allow me to share the story of a prince both noble and wise who lives among his people in a vast wilderness. As night falls, this prince doesn't retire to a grand castle, oh no. Instead, he undergoes a transformation. You see, the prince is a shapeshifter. As fur sprouts from his skin, his eyes turn red and he lets out a piercing howl. This signals his pack that his conversion from prince to predator is now complete, and he is once again ready to assume his knightly role, roaming the plains as leader of the wolves. This is the tale of the wolf prince, a creature that weaves his path through the fabric of Mexican folklore. 
Now step back from the land of legends and you'll find the real star of our story, the Mexican wolf. Known as El Lobo to the Mexicans or Maiko to the native Navajo, this creature has been at the heart of mystical tales across cultures for centuries. And just like the mythical wolf prince, the Lobo is a creature of resilience and strength, but its transformation story is one of survival against stark odds. The Mexican wolf is not just another wolf, it's a subspecies of the gray wolf, holding the distinction of being the smallest, with an average weight of about 80 pounds. They have a distinct coat coloration with a mix of gray, brown, black, and rust-colored fur. Mexican wolves are highly intelligent and social animals that live in packs. They are carnivorous apex predators, primarily feeding on large mammals like deer and elk. Some lobos have been known to run as fast as 40 miles an hour. The mid-20th century bore witness to a grim chapter in the lobo's tale, however. Unforgiving livestock conflict reduced their population to a precarious total of only seven individuals worldwide. But every great story has a turning point. And for the lobo, it was the initiation of reintroduction programs in 1998. These efforts have steadily driven the Mexican wolf's comeback. By 2021, their numbers in the United States rallied to approximately 190. Similarly, in Mexico, over 30 wolves have been successfully reintroduced since 2011, and their numbers are climbing. Nevertheless, the struggles of the lobo aren't over. Ongoing livestock conflicts, illegal killings, and a limited gene pool continue to pose significant threats to their recovery. Yet, the fight for survival continues with captive breeding programs and community outreach initiatives aiming to foster a harmonious coexistence. The Lobo's tale continues to serve as a potent symbol of our delicate relationship with nature and the sheer power of preservation. So let's continue to foster the legend of the Wolf Prince and share his story around the fire. But at the same time, let's see if we can do our part to ensure that the story of the actual Mexican wolf continues on as well. Credits. The stories, content, and narration in this podcast were created with the assistance of large language models like Bard from Google AI, Anthropic's Claude AI Assistant, and GPT 3.5 and GPT 4 by OpenAI. The background music was Inspirational Cinematic Trailer by Tailkeeper Music and Motivational Guitars by Clementi Skripnikov both from Pond5 Productions found at www.pond5.com. The narrator voices were produced in conjunction with Eleven Lab Studios at www.elevenlabs.io. Special thanks goes to my wife, kids and friends who provided suggestions and input throughout the project and put up with my incessant story writing over the course of 2023. Thanks guys! The end.